Okay, everybody, I am back. It cut me off in mid-prayer. I honestly, I be getting in the spirit, and um, I don't even be realizing that the recording stopped, okay? So I apologize for that, but I got out. Let that word be covered in the blood of Jesus. We are going to continue on to the next word that the Lord is downloading. <clears throat> Um, I, I want to still pray, Father, that you keep this word covered in the blood of Jesus, Lord. I thank you for letting me come back, Lord. I thank you for watching me throughout the day, Lord, and, and the, your whole family, Lord, all your children. You watched over all of us, Father, in Jesus' name. And I just thank you, Lord. I just pray that it's all of you and none of me, Lord. I pray that you just minister to your children through me father in the name of jesus i pray for breakthrough i pray for sudden releases lord in jesus name i pray for wisdom understanding and knowledge lord and that's in jesus name that i pray father amen okay sis <clears throat> and i i'm so sorry if i say sis if it's a bro one here listening bro i love you too the kingdom got bros in it too I just, I know more of a perspective from a woman, okay? So I am not discriminating against you. You are welcome in the kingdom. And that's in Jesus' name. So per instructions from the Lord, we are going to read out of Galatians 5. So we can all turn to Galatians 5. And let's get ready to read. Freedom in Christ. Right there is a word. And we just at the top. We just at the beginning. Freedom in Christ. Freedom in Christ. Within your beauty. Within her beauty. Within his beauty. Freedom. Because it's the Christ that's in you. Listen. Let the title minister to you in Jesus' name. So Christ has truly set us free. We free, y'all. We free. Now make sure that you stay free and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. Listen, I, Paul, tell you this. If you are counting on circumcision to make you right with God, then Christ will be of no benefit to you. So basically what he's talking about is circumcision. Circumcision back in the Old Testament was a covenant that was made with the Lord. Okay? Go read on it. It's in the book of Genesis. Go read it. Okay? Because, sis, I'm, I, just be free. Go ask the Lord to lead you, read circumcision. And he's, and the Lord, well, Paul is using the Lord. Well, oh my goodness. I'm so sorry, sis. The Lord is using Paul to tell you that if you want to keep up the law, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not have idols. If you want to try to keep up with that law and try to stay holy by that law, It, Jesus, there's no point. You're saying that you didn't need Jesus to die for you because it's humanly impossible not to be a sinner. 
humanly, it's impossible. You heard me, humanly, impossible. I'll say it again. This is verse three. If you are trying to find favor with God by being circumcised, you must obey every law of regulation and the whole law of Moses. How many of y'all can go a day without sinning? Myself included. Let's take a poll. Let's take a poll. Just, just think to yourself right now. Can I go a whole day without sinning? And right there, you're lying to yourself. Right there. So, you, so what you asking that? You lied because you can't. For if you are trying to make yourself right with God by keeping the law, you have been cut off from Christ. You have fallen away from God's grace. So let's let's think about the people in the Old Testament, okay? The people in the Old Testament used to bring sin offerings, right? Because they they were sinners, because we're all sinners. And when Adam was kicked out of paradise, he lost access to the Lord. He lost access to to the to the communion that he had between himself and the Lord. He lost access to that. So the only way that you can have the access to the Lord, the way you're looking, is by looking to Christ. That's the only way, sis. The only way for you to have access to the throne is through Christ Jesus. There goes your key. Right there. But we who live by the Spirit eagerly wait to receive by faith the righteousness God has promised to us. For when we are placed, for when we place our faith in Christ Jesus, there is no benefit in being circumcised or being uncircumcised. What important is faith expressing itself in love? So, on the last episode, while the Lord was speaking, he said, tell my children to allow me to be able to love them. Okay? That's not saying that he doesn't already love you. But what it's saying is, he wants you to ask him to open your eyes to be able to see how much he loves you. Open your ears to hear how much he loves you. That's what he's asking. He's not saying, oh, I don't love them right now. They're sinners. No, 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 no. He already died because he knew that. But what he is asking is, is it okay if I love you? Is it okay if I can, if I can show you that all things work together for you, daughter? Is it okay that I let you understand that, yes, you had a messed up childhood? Yes, that person did do that to you. But can I show you the greater good? Can I give you the wisdom, the understanding, and the knowledge to understand it? Can I do that? That's what he's asking you. Because God is love. So, so... Lord, where do you want this to go? 
Okay, we're going to keep reading. Verse 7. You are running the race so well. Who has held you back from following the truth? It certainly isn't God, for he is the one who called you to freedom. So who entices you to sin? Is it just sinful nature? Yes, it is. That's part of it. Is it the enemy? He plays a part. Is it the evil principalities, the evil rulers? Yeah, they play their part. But who gave you the power to free you? Who gave you that power? This false teaching is like a little yeast that spreads through the whole batch of dough. I am trusting the Lord to keep you from believing false teaching. God will judge that person, whoever he is, who has been confusing you. So let me, let's go here. Most of the time, we have an attitude like, well, this person did it and they're fine. Well, they got a man. I want to have a man. Oh, they got a nice car. Let me let me go plot to get me a nice car. But really, you got to look at the spirit behind that. Are you covered in that car? Are you under the spirit of lust? Is the spirit of loneliness make you want to feel like you don't want to be alone? What is it? Because if it, if it manifests on earth, that means it had to happen in the spiritual realm first. So you have to give over to God everything that you know so he can teach you and he can guide you and he can direct your paths, okay? Because listen, I'm here to tell you, Jesus is Lord and Jesus is God. And there's no way that things just happen. There's no way. It's deeper than what your eyes can see. It's deeper than what your brain can know. But listen, sis. So don't hold nobody in unforgiveness. Don't bear that. It's like poison in your body keeping someone in unforgiveness. Let it go. Let God judge that person. Let him deal with the confusion. Because who is the author of confusion? The enemy. The devil himself. He is a liar and the truth shall never be in him. Okay? And this world is is formed. Well, it's not formed. But it goes off a strong spirit of just confusion. You got people in multi-million dollar mansions. But you got people that's poor on the streets. You got people hungry, but then you feed in people in other countries. You know? Dear brothers and sisters, this is verse 11. If I were still preaching that you must be circumcised, as some say I do, why am I still being persecuted? If I were no longer preaching salvation through the cross of of Christ, no one would be offended. 
and, and you know, I want to stop right there. Why does my Jesus offend you? Not you, sis, not you, bro, but the one that is offended. Why does my Jesus offend you? Because it's so much power in that name. That's why it offends you in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. It's the power that's in that name that makes them tremble. And you know, the demons tremble. It's that power in that name. That's, that, that's what it is. That's what it is. It's that power that can make the blind see. It's that power that can make the lame walk. That's what it is. If, if, if everybody knew that, the world's way would collapse. If people was putting hands on people and curing the sick and healing the blind, the world would collapse. Because you know why? I never see Jesus tell them I go to a pharmacy. I don't remember any of the disciples going to Bible college. But the way that the world orchestrates is robbing Peter to pay Paul. So then the big dude that's on top, that's puffed up with pride, can keep his pockets lined. That's what it's about. That's why my Jesus offends you. I just wish, this is verse 12. That those troublemakers who wanted to mutate, mutate, yeah, mutate you. Sorry, y'all. We listen. The Bible be having me like, what's that word? By circumcision, will will mutate themselves. For you have been called to live in freedom. That means religion. Put it down. Put it down. Okay, because there's nothing religious about what Jesus did for you. It's nothing about that. It's about having a relationship. He came down here in the flesh and taught you how to deny yourself. He came down here and taught you how to pick up your cross. He came here and he showed you what the power is in his name. If you would believe it and you would use it. I know nobody did nothing to me. I just be getting a little hype because you know that they, they always trying to come for my Jesus and, G, and our Jesus because he's not just mine. He ours. But he be, they be trying to come for him and he ain't even do nothing. But it's because you know what? The world will always hate you because they hated Jesus first. That's why. But guess what? They did not take my guy's life. He laid it down. And guess what? He could pick it back up when he feel like it. That's what he do. So we have been called to live in freedom. My brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. That's back to people claiming the blood, but want to deny the power. That's what it is. You want to claim the blood, but you want to deny the power in the blood. Mm, 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 mm. Lord, your words, your words, your words, your words, Father, your words. I surrender to you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I surrender to you, Father, in the name of Jesus. All of you and none of me, Lord, in the name of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah, Lord. I give you the highest praise. See, because I don't want to put my opinion in it. But People out here want to pervert the blood. People want to be out here preaching human 
differently what the gospel says, but you want to deny the power. You want to tell me what's wrong with me, but you don't want to give me the power to heal me. That's the problem. That's the problem right there. Yes, he died on the cross for your sins. We've heard this. But what we haven't heard is the power. How can I access the power? Because I, it's people out here that's using the blood to try to satisfy their sinful nature. You want to be dead in your sins, on your way to do your next sin. You a serial sinner. Let's just say you a serial sinner. You out here being a serial sinner, and then you want to stay here and be like, well, I got the blood of Jesus. Boo, that's not what it's for, okay? Because at that very moment that you commit a sin, and, and let's say if, if if that's your last breath, I don't have a heaven or hell to put you in, but take it to the Lord and ask him. I don't have one to put you in, but ask him, what would happen? Because you have a form of godliness, but you deny the power. If you want to be a Christian, that means you are a follower of Christ. That does not just mean, oh, I'm a Christian. I claim the blood of Jesus. No, you deny yourself like Jesus denied yourself. You carry your cross like Jesus carried his cross, okay? That's what you do, sis. I'm sorry. I don't got no attitude with y'all. But it's like I feel so strongly because... I, I I was out here like I'm a follower, I'm a follower, but I had no power. Because guess what? I forfeited my power to the enemy because I was blind. I couldn't understand it. I just read the Bible and I couldn't understand the parable behind it. I didn't understand that it was deeper. I didn't understand that if I seek the Lord, he would give me the answers. I didn't get that if I ask, I shall receive. If I seek, I shall find. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I just thought I read the Bible like any other book. And no, the Bible is built on a relationship with the Lord. There's no way you can read the Bible without a relationship with the Lord. Because even when you read when Jesus was talking to his parables, right, sis? Stay with me. He was talking to his disciples. He would, when they would be secluded, he would break down the parable. But when he was out in public, he didn't break down. He said the parable. That was it. Then when people came to him and asked him, he said, you were permitted. That's what he did. Go back. Look at the parables. You were permitted to know once you came, once you seek, once you saw it, he would tell you. But you're not just going to plainly be able to read the word. And that's the power. You have to ask him. And then you shall receive the power. Okay? The Bible is not for everybody. Now, I want to reword that because if you're his child and if you're seeking him, God is all knowing. I'm just saying that it's not for everybody to be able to pick up the Bible and read it. You have to have a relationship with the Lord. So we're still on verse 13. It says, instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. Okay, so I'm going to stop right there. We want Galatians 5, but I want to go to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians. Hold on. I'm so sorry. You know, I don't got whole music, y'all. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'm a little bolder at this moment. But it's because, listen, I have to be bold because the enemy comes to you bold. I can't come to you weak and not speaking facts. 
Because guess what? The enemy will give you a little bit of truth balled up in a bunch of lies. So I have to come boldly with the truth. I can't come timid. But I come to you guys in love. Because I love you, sis. I love you, bro. So I come to you in love. Okay, so it says, we're not on First Corinthians yet. I'm just trying to make sure that, okay, I just want to make sure I was um, staying on the right verse because just to make sure we're on the right path. So we're going to go to love real quick because love is the greatest, okay? Verse one, if I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I will only be a noisy gong or, or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy, and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains, but didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I had to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would be gained. I would have gained nothing. Let me, let me, now let, 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 let's listen to what love is. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. And it keeps no record of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstances. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. So listen, listen, sis, love will last forever. How Look around you right now. How many things around you will last forever, but the one thing that God gives to you for free will last forever and and, and we want to deny that now our knowledge is partial and incomplete and even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of a whole picture but when the time of perfection comes these partial things will become useless when i was a child i spoke and thought and reasoned as a child but when i grew up I put away childish things. Now we see things imperfectly, like puzzling reflections in a mirror. But when we will see everything with perfect clarity, all that I know is partial and incomplete. But then I will know everything completely, just as God knows me completely. Three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Forgive. Forgive. Because love is the greatest. Forgive. 
Why harbor that that poison of unforgiveness? Why harbor that? Forgive. You need to be forgiven. And you're greater than God to hold somebody in unforgiveness. I don't care what a person did to you. Forgive them. Because guess what? What have you done to your father? And he still laid down his life for you. He still humbled himself for you. So I don't, I, I mean, I want to hear your testimonies. I'm not saying that, but it's not an excuse. Jesus could have been like, they sinners. And that's the perfect excuse because then one person is not a sinner besides Jesus. So I don't want to hear that. Forgive. So let's go back to Galatians 5. <laughs> Since I know I'm talking a little stern, and I'm sorry. I'm not yelling at y'all. I respect y'all. We are children of God. I am not greater than you, but it's just the boldness. It's just the boldness of Christ. This, just the boldness. So we go back to verse 14. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. So then, listen. I'm, I'm Okay, Lord. I'm, I'm, but if you are always biting and devouring one another, watch out. Be aware, be aware of destroying one another. It's some people who will sit there and talk to somebody like a dog. And we have seen it. We have did it. But who gives you the right when God don't even do that to you? What gives you the right to feel like you could talk to somebody nasty? Who gives you the right to call somebody out? You don't know if the words that you're using is the last words that that person's ever going to hear. And you want to use them words on wickedness? Yeah, I'm speaking facts today. You want to, that, that could be the last word you say to that person and you want it to be wicked. It says, love your neighbor as yourself. And you know why a lot of people can't love their neighbor as yourself? Because you don't love yourself. That's why you can't love your neighbor as yourself. Ergo, got it, touchdown. Super Bowl one. There you go. A lot of y'all cannot love your neighbors as yourself because you don't love yourself. Listen, sis, ask me how I know. Let me tell you how I used to fake it until I made it, okay? Let me tell you about the whole time I was in the world I didn't love myself and I treated others as such. So I will never cast the first stone at you, but I will help you. I will, I, listen, listen, sis, get up. Like I, like we've been saying, get up. Verse 16. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of the of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us the desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature wants. I don't gotta say nothing because he, he said it. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you see why you have to deny yourself? 
why you have to take up the cross. It's the simple nature that lives in you. Deny yourself. Yes, you could be sitting there thinking something, but it don't have to come out your mouth. Yes, there's a way that seems right to a man, but it ends in death. It ends in destruction. So yes, you can think something, but does it have to come out your mouth? You got the power of life and death in your tongue. What you can say can build somebody up or it can knock somebody down. And you cannot tell me that words don't hurt. You cannot tell me words don't hurt when Jesus was manifested into the living word. You cannot tell me that a word don't hurt when Jesus is the living word. Not saying that Jesus can hurt you. I'm not saying that, but it's deeper. Words hurt. Jesus is the living word. Figure it out. Take it back to the Lord. If you don't figure, if you can't figure it out, take it back to the Lord because I'm spitting bars. Okay. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under the obliga obligation to the law of Moses because the Spirit leads you to all truth. That's what is why. That's why when you follow in the leading of the Holy Spirit, God's word cannot come back void. He is not going to lead you into destruction, okay? So when you in your flesh and you sitting here and you got all these issues and things ain't going your way, that's because you are allowing the enemy access. You are allowing the thief to kill, steal, and destroy, okay? He's, the Bible says that he walks around like a, like a warring lion seeking who he can devour. Sis, bro, he wants to devour you, okay? Look at the things that went wrong in your life and now know that it was the enemy. It wasn't the flesh that you see. It was the spirit behind that flesh. It was the spirit behind it, okay? Catch that. The spirit behind that, okay? When you follow desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, disdention, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. That, that's just, and it just says other sins like these. It's more. It's more. So you can go ahead and follow the law of Moses if you want to. You'll never be able to catch up. Because I'm pretty sure that a couple of us done did all of these. Or some of them, okay? I'm pretty sure. So try to keep up. You can, you can say you don't need Jesus, but you know right here, you know that you want to do some of these things. You know you have do, did some of these things. You know that desire is in you to do these things. You know it. And don't lie to yourself because you ain't lying to God. You ain't lying to me. You lying to yourself because you know. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. There is no law against these things. What law does it say, thou not hug thy neighbor? Thou not kiss their neighbor? I mean, unless you're in the adultery or you cheating or something. But you get what I'm saying? Like, you, you get what I'm saying. Like, what law says you can't buy your child a teddy bear? Because you know, like sidebars, because y'all know I be doing sidebars, right? 
why is it that we try to protect the innocence of our children, but we just will still do it when our kids aren't around? Like that's so backwards. It's so hypocritical. Because if you can't do something while your kids are around, you really don't need to do it because you are called to have a childlike faith. Hold on, my child is coming. Hold on. <laughs> yes, baby. What do you think I'm gonna do um, uh, you're gonna have to stop playing your game. I'll be out in a minute. Hold on, I'm I'm recording. Can you watch Yes. Sorry. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I am just about my father's business, and I still am about my father's business. Like, I take care of these kids. But, um, like, why do we do that? Like, why why is it a certain point where we don't have to protect our child's innocence anymore? But, you know, it's some people who don't care about, even about protecting their child's innocence. But then you want to run around. You want to see why your, your child's running around wreaking havoc. But it's like, come on, sis. Like, he was cussing when he was like six months. Like, <laughs> you don't think he's gonna wreak a little havoc? I'm just saying. But like we we clearly say things like we'll say you're acting bad or this child is good, but like what it there we go, the knowledge between good and evil. The truth is the truth. I need to say no more. Just keep reading the word. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them. Since we are living by the Spirit, let's follow the Spirit's leading in every way. Well, every part of our lives, sorry. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. How can you argue with the living word? Because if that's not speaking the truth, how deep your darkness is. Why tear somebody down with your words? Because guess what? Somebody can hit you, spin on you, do all of that. I'm not saying that don't hurt. But the words is what stick with you. The words is how you explain what happens to you. The words is is, is what can taunt you or it can build you up. You get me? Do you see how powerful your words is? I can sit here and I can uplift you, sis, which I'm going to do. But, you know, I said I got to rip that bandaid off sometimes. So sometimes it's going to be a little a little hair, so getting quick. But, sis, it's for your better good, okay? Why? Why? Like, why? why, why is this sociably okay? Why is it all right to call you the B word? Why is it okay to call you ugly? Why are those things okay? Why is it okay to sleep with a lot of men? What makes that okay? What makes it okay to go to a party and get drunk and can't remember nothing? What makes it okay to try to smoke 
to forget your worries or use any other drug of your choice. Maybe you're not smoking. Maybe you're doing something else. I don't know. I ain't judging you. There's no condemnation here, sis. Because, listen, I'm trying to get you intoxicated by the spirit of God, okay? By the spirit of the living God. And his name is Jesus. That's that's what this is about. What makes it okay to have websites where you can go and watch people um, do random things? Like, I listen, random life-threatening things, you know? Why is that okay? But then we protect our kids from those things. But we do them. It's that's much, you know. I don't, hmm. Lord, what what else does there need to be said? Because I feel like that that book, Lord, said it all. That book said it all. Like that, that verse, that chapter, it said it all. Okay. Let's turn to Ephesians chapter six. Okay, let's start at verse 10. And this is the whole armor of God. A final word. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. Sis, what they did to you, you are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities. Bro, you are fighting against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. Therefore, Put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will be standing firm. Put on the full armor of God, okay? Yes, he will bring up your past. Yes, people won't let go to who you used to be. Yes, you will have to deny yourself. Yes, those things will happen. I'm not going to lie to you, sis. Those things will happen. You are not who you were, okay? Because guess what? When you nail that life to the cross and you die to yourself and you are raised to new life with Christ, when you are dunked in that water, when you get baptized and you are lifted back up into your new Christ with new new life with Christ, you are dead. All the old things are dead. They are gone. The Lord said from as far as the east to the west, okay? You're, that's how far your sins are. But this is what you need for the full armor. Stand your ground by putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all these, 
hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Okay, because his word is sharper than the sharpest. Two-edged sword, okay? It's the sharper than sharpest, okay? So when you have any swords, that's when you go into warfare. Because I'm pretty sure we heard of spiritual warfare. Since if you haven't, you're about to now. Spiritual warfare is you're fighting within yourself. Sometimes you're fighting with people outside, but it's the, in the spirit because the weapons of your warfare cannot be carnal. You cannot wage war like a human wage war. You have to go to the spirit realm. You got to fight in the spirit, okay? If you, you have to fight that enemy in the spirit. The devil wants you to focus on the flesh, but no, I'm here to tell you, you'll fight that battle in the spirit realm, okay? Because remember earlier, what happens in the natural, first it happened in the spiritual. So you try to fight it in the spiritual so it can't take over our natural. You following me, sis? You following me, bro? Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. That Praying in the spirit, that's your heavenly language, okay? Praying in the spirit is your tongues. That's your heavenly language. If you, if you, got, you got the gift. The gift is free. The gift is paid for by the blood of Jesus, okay? But is do you believe that you have it? That's what it is. Because Jesus said anything is possible if you believe it. So if you don't believe you don't have it, you don't have it. But if you believe that you do, you got it, okay? Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Sis, don't leave me in the pit. Pray for me going back to the bit the pit but you get what i'm saying like don't be stingy pray for me because i'm praying for you don't be stingy he hear you and he hear me and listen i'm a warrior okay listen pray for me and as long as you say it in jesus name okay and it's along with his will i'm with it okay so just ask the lord to do his will in my life that's all i need you to say in jesus name nothing else extra and pray for me too. Ask God to give me the right words so I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan. That the good news is for Jews and Gentiles alike. The kingdom of heaven is for everybody. The world want to say this lives matter. The world want to say that lives matter. In the kingdom, every life matters, okay? What? This is another sidebar. Why are we so focused on skin color? Why don't we ever take a step back and be like, yo, God made a whole nother race with a whole nother language and they can pray to him and he can understand it. Why can't we sit there and be like, yo, God bilingual. Yo, God thought to make this continent. God thought to make that country. Why do we want to be sitting here ripping what? You a human just like me. Okay, and we all under the same sovereign God, whether you want to believe it or not. I'm here to tell you, we all under the same sovereign God. You know what? And that's it. Period. You can think what you want to think, but the truth is the truth. It's not for you, sis. It's not for you, bro. I'm just saying, for the people in the back, who, who, who you know, just people in the back. I am a chance now, still preaching this message as God's ambassador. So pray that I will keep on speaking boldly for him as I should. See that, I, I take that. I take that too. 
that's what else. I pray that y'all can speak boldly and y'all pray that I can speak boldly. Because another thing is, I was watching, oh, I'm sorry for the pop. I'm sorry for the pop in y'all ear. But uh, uh, when I be getting hyped, <laughs> listen, listen, I'm sorry. <laughs> but the devil kids be bold. Because I was definitely watching a YouTube video, right? And they were talking about how bold people are, right? How his kids is just so bold. And I, I mean, I don't want to say the devil's kids and people think, oh, she being judgmental. But I'm just saying, if you throwing up Bible scriptures referencing the devil on some sneakers and you repping it and you and it's selling out in a matter of seconds, I'm sorry. You could come back. You could pray for forgiveness. But I... The fruit. It's the fruit of your spirit, you know? So, if they could go hard for him, why are we not going hard for our Lord and Savior, the one who died, who came into wor- the world to save the world? Well, to save, like, people that wanted to believe. You get what I'm saying? Why don't we go that hard for him? Why is it that he, he went hard for us, he gave up his life for us, but we don't do that for him? But then it's people out here that's really like die hard, we roll with Satan. Like, for real, they repping it. Speak out, sis. Speak out, bro. Listen, another point that was made on that video is if you're able to reference a Bible verse, but you low-key blaspheming God, low-key, low-key, because it's disrespect, you know, that means that you've read it and you've had hurt. Now, I don't want people to take me as saying that people that blaspheme God, you're done. Because the only unforgivable sin is blaspheme of the Holy Spirit. But if you're really willing to give up your life for the Lord and you hand it over your power to Satan, that's your father. If you don't like the sound of being called Satan's child, you got to really reevaluate how am I moving? I'm going hard for him right now. You get what I'm saying? You got to really reevaluate that with yourself. Speak out. Listen, sis. Listen, bro. I love y'all. And I just want us all to be the kingdom. The Lord doesn't want to see any of his little ones perish, okay? And I love everyone. I even love the wicked because it's not them. It's the spirit operating behind them. You get what I'm saying? It ain't nobody long gone until they take that last breath. And only the Lord know where he's sending them. So I don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. But I'm just telling you, when you operating in a certain spirit, that, listen, 
if you want to be in your flesh and you only have the knowledge of good and the enemy is the prince of this 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 world like who's your ruler i didn't say it the world said it i mean the word said it father in the name of jesus i'm sorry let's just bow our heads father in the name of jesus i just come humbly father and I pray that you just give all of my bros and my sis eyes to hear, eyes to see and ears to hear, Lord. I pray that you just water every seed that was planted, Lord. I pray that you uproot any seed planted by the enemy, Father. I pray that you just allow the anointing to flow to minister to souls, Lord. I just pray that you just Help my brothers and my sisters receive this, Father, in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over this. I plead the blood of Jesus over my brothers, over my sisters, and I plead the blood of Jesus over myself, Lord. I just thank you for all that you do, and I give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise, and that's in Jesus' mighty name that I pray. Amen. I love you guys. Just remember that I love you, but most importantly, God loves you. And that's in Jesus' name. Receive this. Receive this word in Jesus' name. All right, guys. I'll see you later. Bye.